Hi, I'm Dara M. Wilson. And I'm Yasmin Khan. And this is Money Ha Ha. Give it here. Money, money, money. Ha ha. So is it okay to just change the name of the podcast um, and our song? I don't know if it's okay, but I did it. Okay, so okay. I I guess it's okay. It's money ha ha. Money ha ha? Like money? Ha ha. Well, see, and I think that's where we're going to land. Because almost every episode, you've gone the ha ha. I can't help it. It's like I'm a child of the 90s. It's just sewn into What's my brain. What's 90s about ha ha? Oh, my God. We haven't the even Simpsons. done the intro. It's okay. like the Simpsons. Let's finish the intro and then pick this back up. Nelson. Okay. Okay. The podcast where smart, funny friends bring money talk out of the shame drawer and onto the table. Each week, we discuss one of those money topics that pretty much everyone struggles with, but nobody feels comfortable talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell me about Ha-Ha and how it's the 90s. Because of, um, como se, it's, um... Oh, como se dice? I said, um, Nelson from The Simpsons. Who is Nelson? Does Orale. he wear glasses? Yeah. Is this whole episode going to be you speaking in <laughs> Spanish and me? No, because my Spanish sucks. No, you did um, good. You said, como se dice? <laughs> you said something like, But Whoa. you know Nelson, the bully on no. The Simpsons. No, I don't know anything about The Simpsons. Are you messing with me? I'm not. I... Probably shouldn't say that on, because was it our last episode? You like you front so hard for having all this TV cred, and you don't oh. watch. You don't know Wait, about the no. Nelson, no, Mister Nelson of the Simpsons. I know about the Simpsons generally. I may not know everybody's name, but I know Maggie goes. I know that. Oh, you watch the opening credits. Oh my god! The I see. Shade. I see. No, I know things. Beyond the opening credits, such as the, and then he, hmm. well, okay, so the last thing that I saw about The Simpsons was that unless you're seeing a Simpson front on, they never have a space between their eyeballs. And it is very scary to see them front on. Because in any other thing, oh. it's like their eyes overlap with each other. That's weird. And I know there's a man that goes, oh. That's Mr. Burns. <laughs> yes, so Our I'm producer right. wants to know if Nelson named the show. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Did he? I just think that uh, it sounds good coming out of his mouth. I didn't like the way you said that. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to. I'm no, just going to be honest. I was saying it, I realized like Nelson's a bully and mm. the show is not about bullying. And the way in which he says it is very like. I just pulled your pants down. I have seen <laughs> episodes of The Simpsons, and I just want to be clear about that, because I was on the side of Conan O'Brien before in a previous episode, and he was a former writer for The Simpsons. Do you know that? I, I Do am, you know that? Now I know even? that. Now so I, now I, I know, know things, so don't worry about me. <laughs> I know things. Should <sighs> we introduce our topic for today? This week, our topic is short-term savings. Cool. <laughs> Am I, can I say? Can you can we, say whatever you want. It's I? your show. I feel like I'm a fake nerd. Why would you be a fake nerd? You're wearing glasses. <laughs> <laughs> they have actual prescriptions in them. I'm not caught up on Game of Thrones, and I might not ever be. And That's so, okay. Therefore, You're am forgiven. I a fake nerd? 
I think that you're forgiven. Am I? Game of Thrones has enough viewership. You would do well to come to my house on a Sunday night, though, because we had like 13 people on Sunday. I believe it. You're a people magnet. I love hosting. You are a Pied Piper of adults. (laughs) I am a Pied Piper, and unfortunately, it is of children. third grade age or younger but they will form a line and follow behind me like a bunch of rats not that i'm calling children rats not that i'm not calling children rats you know what i mean but when they follow in a line it tends to have that visual effect um a character on arthur you know the tv show arthur the fist yeah um it came out as gay and got married to a man in an episode that just dropped. Oh. So first of all, uh, shout out to Arthur for still existing, which I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> and second, I saw that and I I watched the episode. Wait a minute. How does this connect with the Pied Piper thing? Was it a rat character? Oh, his name is Mr. Rat something. Got it. Mr. Ratburn. Don't fact check me. Okay. But it does have rat in the name. And you were supposed to know that and and be on the journey with me. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right. So we are this week talking about short-term savings. Yes. Saving for the short term. Yes, mean, what time period counts as short term? I think anytime you're putting away money that you're not using today. So that could be money that you're setting aside for rent next month. That could be money that you're setting aside to make sure that your dentist bill gets paid in the 30 days that it's due or car insurance payments coming up in two months. It's basically, I I sometimes call it a stash. Mm. Um, I got that word from, you know, folks who I talked to and that's, how, you know, I was like, oh yeah, that sounds right. It's like the verb that's like, I'm stashing it away. Because I think a lot of time when people think about savings, they think about, like, money for retirement. And that's not where everybody is. I think we all aspire to be there. But, like, our goal is to be realistic about where people are. And short-term saving or stashing is is an important thing to do. So this is – I have a savings account. Mm-hmm. But unlike what the savings account people expect of me, I am not planning on keeping this money here forever and specifically socking it away Yes, so that I don't have access to it because I know I have an intention in mind for how to spend it. So that is like, oh, I'm going to do a vacation or I have this bill that I know is coming up or like school is about to start and I know I need to get school supplies or whatever else it is. Yeah. So like six months does that feel right about like it could even be for like a few days it could be money that you're putting aside to pay something in in a week or two six months or fewer yeah yeah there was a time in my life where i'm like okay this money goes in my sock drawer (laughs) this money goes in (laughs) oh so you're literally (laughs) socking away your money literally socking away (laughs) the money like the sock drawer money is for x yeah maybe paying rent on time yeah i have to say mm. doing Comedy, like doing live comedy, has reintroduced cash into my life. Yeah. In a way that it hasn't been there in a really long time. And so I have also reintroduced the idea of like stashing away the money where I'm like, okay, I've got these couple bills to put together. Physical bills. Physical bills. And I'm going to 
stack them away somewhere, except because I'm me, I didn't actually put them away. They are just on my coffee table and they are a bunch of ones. And every time (laughs) I look at it, I'm like, oh, a stripper or comedian. Who knows? (laughs) And no shame on either. Actually, comedian, a little more shame. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's be real. What are you really offering the world? It's very unclear. Um, we are offering the world so much. levity so much. and edutainment, which oh. is a terrible word that I hate. We just did a show last week together. That was so fun. We did do a show last yeah. week together that I produced. You did. With my friend Jackie Kali'i. And you didn't throw dollar bills at me. You, you used an app to send me money. I did. I did. Which I thought was very sophisticated. <laughs> like extremely millennial. <laughs> yeah. But that is where my dollar bills yeah. came from. I'm, my other way of doing it, I'm like, money that goes in the left bra cup versus <laughs> money that goes in the right bra cup. They have very different purposes. Needs, wants. Oh, and left, which is which? Right. It varies depending on how much is in each. Oh, okay. So your needs are always the bigger one. Mm, yeah, sure. <laughs> because we're setting a good example. Mm. <laughs> all right. So that's what we're talking about this week. We've kind of gone all over the place already, but we are about to enter the no judgment zone. zone, 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 zone. This is a segment where we share our own experiences with our week's topic. Without judging each other. Not that Yasmin and I are naturally judgy at all. I'm very capable of not judging you. Me too. Well, oh, I thought you were going to say in general, but me specifically. (laughs) (laughs) You're like. I make exceptions. You make exceptions specifically for Dara M. Wilson. Great. Um, Okay. So in this, because we're talking about short-term savings, in this uh, area of the no judgment zone for this week. We were talking about times when we wished we'd save for the short term. And I've been talking a lot, so I'm going to pass it to Yasmeen. Give me an example. (laughs) I'm ready to not judge you. So, um, you know when you're moving, it's like you've got to save for the deposit on the new place. Mm Because you're not quite sure if or when you'll ever get the deposit on the last place. Right. And um, I remember in my... Let's say, let's say 20s, but maybe it was even in my early 30s. <laughs> uh, moving and not quite preparing it. Like I prepare, I saved exactly enough to do the actual move, but not enough for all those extra little things you don't realize. I'm like, oh, moving is going to cost me nothing. I'm going to buy my friends some pizza and beer and they're going to help me move the things. I don't have to hire anybody to help me. All I need is like that first to last month's deposit exactly. And then you move into the actual place. And everyone was like, I remember my sisters and stuff were like, you also need to like, you know, save a little more for the actual moving. I move into this place and you forget like, oh, yeah, you don't. I personally, I'm not taking like, I had been in the other place for a while. I didn't take like all my, you know, the cleaning things. Like I don't take the mop from the old place Mm. to the new place. Mm. I don't know why. There's just something about it. Like I don't need the dirt from the old place. (laughs) Dirtying up the I new feel place. Like There's this something is a part of the part of you that is also like giving the juju and like blowing off the bad juju. Going, yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta throw away that juju. Okay, you gotta throw away that old apartment juju. Mm-hmm. And even just like you know, just restocking. Like sh- this place needs a shower curtain. The other place didn't need a shower curtain. Mm. Oh, and this place needs like a second bath mat. The other place just didn't the, need those that. little incidentals. All those little little incidentals that add up and add up. And before you know it, you're just like walking across the bathroom floor, like slipping on your ass because you didn't 
plan ahead and save a little for that unexpected buffer. So you didn't save for a bath mat, and that's I did where not save for a bath mat. Gotten. I did not save for oh god, you know what else? Um, kitchen gloves, like they're, they're like three, four dollars, but it's like all the little things. Mm. Oh, they always, add up. They add up like, so oh, fast. I'll just get this one thing. I'll get this next thing. I'll get this one thing, and then before yeah. you know it, you're at the store and you've got like this hundred dollar bill in front of you. And, and you wish you had saved. You wish you had saved for it. Yeah. Because now you're like, ugh, do I get all these things or do I eat? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, I think we have both been in um, in those situations. In the do I eat or do I do this thing situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me about uh, a time when you wish you'd save for the short term, Dara. Okay. Even though this is the no judgment zone, I do just want to be like very transparent and honest that it still is scary to me. <laughs> like I have done podcasts and web series. Like I have done so many talking on microphone things mm-hmm. and nothing is nothing makes me as nervous as this podcast does. <laughs> <laughs> there's because, no judgment here. <laughs> I mean But you're putting it out to the world. There's I'm putting it out to the world and there's no judgment from my colleagues, but there's always the judgment in my head. Mm. That's like, no, you shouldn't have done this thing. Even though if a friend or someone that I read about or someone that I knew did the same things, I would never judge them. And I have a great idea of what the context is and like why you make these decisions. But when it's me, I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have done the thing. Yeah, we're shame magnets. Yeah. That (laughs) being said. (laughs) I'm going to say it. I don't want to steal your thing. But I'm going to steal your thing. <laughs> um, a few years ago, I moved from San Francisco. Um, and because it was cost prohibitive for me to move to anywhere in San Francisco, I moved to Oakland. And also because Oakland's awesome. I think that <laughs> Oakland is awesome. But I want to be honest that that was not a part of my calculation. <laughs> I w- it was Truly just a financial move. Um, And because the reason I was moving was that um, my apartment, like I lived in a place for five or six years and there was construction every day Mm. for five or six years. And it started at six in the morning and there was like a trash pickup that happened at like 4 a.m. And there was a recycling that happened at five. So I just didn't sleep. And I already we've talked about it on the show. I'm bad at sleeping. So I just needed to go (laughs) somewhere where I could Whenever sleep finally found me, I could run to the bed yeah, yeah, <laughs> and have <yeah>. quiet. <laughs> so I started looking at Oakland. I found an apartment in Oakland, and I was very slowly. This is after I had uh, left a previous job and I had started working on this podcast and TV show that was in Oakland. So I was like very slowly moving from San Francisco to Oakland, which meant like after I left the podcast, I would come back to my Oakland place. I was really, I had like a pied a terre <laughs> in Oakland, but yeah. I didn't have pied a terre money. And so can you explain to the peoples what a pied a terre is? Um, no, <laughs> just throw words out. No explanation. Got it. I've looked up the official definition just to make sure that I'm yes. correct. I don't even know if I'm saying it the right way, but um, it is a small living unit, e.g. apartment or condominium, usually located in a large city some distance away from an individual's primary residence. In this case, it was over a bridge (laughs) (laughs) in Oakland, Um, and I was dragging my feet and... 
um, moving my stuff over. And finally, my mom came to town uh, to help me move. She walked into the apartment and she said, oh, I can see why you like this place. It's very cute. It has like, it's one and a half bedroom. It was like nice, but it was on the ground floor uh, with no bars on the windows. And a man was standing across the street, <laughs> looking into the windows, staring at us into the apartment. She was like, oh, I see why you like this place, but you can't live here. So yeah. you're not going to live here. Yeah. <laughs> and... Obviously, I had agreed with her. That's why it was taking me so long to move in. Like, I, yeah. I had reservations that I didn't feel comfortable voicing or whatever. The reason short-term savings comes into this is that I had the savings to move into that place. And then for, I think, at least one month, I paid for both places, which I could not afford. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everybody, when we were talking about my debt later, like you see the origin story of some of these decisions that I made. But I wish I had had more of a buffer and more savings to help me with things like that that do come up. Like she was not wrong. It wasn't a safe place for a single woman to Mm -hmm. live in. She wouldn't have been comfortable, you know, living across the country knowing that I was there. I also obviously was not comfortable living there. And but, but like, but these things are not foreseeable, but you mm-hmm. have to plan for the unforeseeable, even if it's short term. And I, I needed to have more of a cushion before I decided to leave my job and go to this other job that didn't pay as much um, because I did have to then pay for a move from Oakland to another place in Oakland and from San Francisco to a place in Oakland at the same time. And that was a lot. And I, I spent a long time like kind of digging myself out of that hole. Yeah, and it sounds like having to make a lot of, like, I think the common theme here is, like, it's not fun trade-offs and it's not fun savings. Like, this isn't, like, oftentimes when I think about, when I take the time to choose to think about money, Mm. it's, like, I want to think about the fun side of it. And none of this stuff is, like, the fun side of it. It's, like, I'm going to get a bathmat or put a deposit (laughs) on a place that I don't want to move into. Right. Like, it's, like, taking the worst thing and making it harder. Yeah, it is, like, I... I want to live and therefore yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and nobody's going to take care of me. What? Right. And I'm lucky enough to have had a mommy <laughs> who you all heard in the previous levels. Well, she's amazing. She's Sharon amazing. Wilson. And we also like, we trust her instincts. I trust your mother's instincts. She can give me advice anytime. We had dinner afterwards. She gave me life advice. She gave me career advice. Mm-hmm. She gave me all the advice. We did. We it was like she Wilson's was on one side of the table, Yasmin on the other side, and we were like, I was here. It is receiving, 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 <laughs> receiving. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll send you a. You can send me a bill later. <laughs> hey, guess what time it is? What time is it? It's time to let's talk about facts, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and me. Let's talk about mm. all the good uh, things uh, and the uh, bad things uh, that facts uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> What was it? Because you hate when I say facts B. No, so. I don't hate it. It just makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the segment where we share some gold hard facts on the topic of the week. Um, there is a myth that savings only counts if it's for years and years. I think we've kind of talked about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I want to share that we did a survey where we asked 940 people about savings where we asked, okay, when you think about saving money today, which is the most true? So on a scale of one to a hundred, where one is I am most focused on having savings for immediate use so I can have a cushion of money to pay bills on time. 50 is 
I'm most focused on saving for near-term use. So like being prepared in case of my car breaking down or making a big purchase this year. And way on the other side is 100. Um, I have, I'm focused on saving for something in the long term, like a down payment on a house or retirement, because all those other things are kind of more taken care of. On average, the answer that we got back was 39. So much more close to people thinking more about immediate and near-term savings. Mm. Not a lot of people were talking about needing to save for the long term. That like extremely resonates with me. I actually, so my mom is still in town. She's leaving um, in a few hours, but um, she was talking about some long-term financial plans that she had. Mm -hmm. And I had an extreme urge to be like, Ooh, me too. And I want to do that and let me get there. And Mm -hmm. then your voice popped into my head and was like, no, but you have short-term things that you need to think about and like get in order before you can do those long-term things. And I was thinking about, okay, like where does my strong goal game come in here Mm. and what are my short-term goals to get me to the place where I can have these more like long-term ambitions? So I'm doing it. I'm trying to do it. Yeah. I also (laughs) love my voices in your head. Let's be real. (laughs) And actually, that is something that we talked about in Goal Game in a little bit in the episodes intervening, that a lot of people's most important goal is paying bills on time Mm -hmm. and building up credit and savings, as we know, can play a huge role in that. Yeah. It's when those unexpected things come up. So it's like, remember that game, the game of life, and you like roll a dice and it sends you back to square one? Yeah. So like... Your car breaks down, you're back at square one. You have to go to the dentist, you're back at square one. Something comes up and you're just back at square one. I think one thing that's important is just knowing if that's something that's happening, not to feel defeated every time, Mm. that you don't have to feel. I mean, it's going to feel bad, and I wish I could be there and give you all a hug because it sucks. And because she gives amazing hugs. I do my best. (laughs) (laughs) They're very squishy. (laughs) (laughs) But it is normal. And I think that one thing I hope people get out of this podcast is just knowing that it is hard. It's tough. We're all working on ways to create change in our lives. But when it does feel like you're just in this uphill battle, like you're not alone Mm. um, and it's not only you and we're all out there doing our best. Um, I spoke to a woman who used to worry every month about making her $115 student loan payment. Um, because her paycheck was always up and down, and it was just like, I don't know if I'm going to make it this month. I don't know if it's make it. And she was somebody who was really trying to rebuild her credit and didn't want to have that stress. And um, she did a lot of really creative things. And one of them that I that always stuck with me was that, um, you know, every year for a lot of people, you get a tax refund. Um, and for a lot of people, that's the time of year to go like, yeah, I'm going to splash out. And she decided, you know what, And the, th- the nice thing that I'm going to do for myself that like even nicer than getting a nice thing for myself, but like take care of my future self is she took all that money from her tax refund, put it in a separate savings account and then hooked up her student loans so that for the rest of the year, all her student loans just came out of that tax refund thing and month wow. to month, she didn't have to worry about it. It was just autopilot. And that was just like the best self-care she gave herself, which... Not super sexy, not as exciting as like going out and going on a vacation or doing something really fun, but in a sustainable way, she was giving herself peace month to month. Yeah. And the like the going out, the going on vacation, those things are valuable too. Valuable. And 
everybody here, like the two of us and everybody involved in this show completely acknowledges that like we are not born to pay bills Mm-mm. and then die. <laughs> like, yeah. There is more to it's life than that. And uh, people with a lot of money do not have a premium and a hold on joy that other people don't deserve. Like we definitely don't think that. But sometimes actually feeling like the relief of this thing is taken care of and it's taking care of itself mm-hmm. is so valuable as a method of self-care. Like, <laughs> we talk a lot here, and I feel like maybe me more than you because I'm a mess. Um, <laughs> about Oh, I'm messy. I just clean up the edges. <laughs> <laughs> so you've used a buffer, and you're buffing your edges, and I'm just out here raggedy as hell. Okay. <laughs> Um, we talk a lot about the stress that not being, not feeling financially solvent, like not feeling financially secure mm-hmm. creates in everyday life. It's not like, ooh, when I think about that thing, it makes me stressful. Mm-hmm. It is like, this is a constant stress that is just a part of every single thing that I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get desensitized to it, right? You're like, I didn't even know I was carrying this until, until I went away. Right, until you do the thing that doesn't feel sexy, yes. but is a real method of self-care, which is like I'm getting this particular thing off of my back. And then you feel that sense of relief, like your shoulders <laughs> yeah, feel a little bit lighter, like all of these things. That set it and forget it is uh, powerful. It is. Yeah. I love that idea, too, of, like, it's like when somebody comes up and, like, starts rubbing your shoulders and you didn't realize how tight your shoulders were until they started getting a little release. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, don't stop. Yeah. I didn't know. It is like, like, I live very far away from my parents. Um, I am grateful and fortunate that they are able to come here um, from time to time and I'm able to go over there to Philadelphia. When my mom hugged me for the first time. When she was here and I started tearing up and I was like, oh, I've just been holding on to everything. I've just been like holding it in and making it work. And this is like she is like a physical manifestation of my psychological safety Mm -hmm. of like me feeling like, okay, I don't have to do all the things anymore. I can just literally just be with this person who has like. Who has your back? She got my back. Yeah. She really does. It's great. It's great. I wish I could have uh, said any of this when she was on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, obviously she listens to every single episode. She does. She does. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you know what it's time for now? Ooh, I have a guess. But Uh, you tell me. Okay. Let's see if your guess is correct. It's time for our action item. Action item, action item. Hey. <laughs> I'm actually very satisfied with that song. I loved it. I usually hate every song I come out with. I really like it. I shouldn't you say like hate. A voice there. It may, well, thank you. I was like, oh, hello. Like in a previous life, I did used to sing, but then mm. I had to stop because I'm not good at singing. <laughs> That was such a confusing, like, okay. I don't know what to take away from that, but also that was lovely to listen to. So I think you're a liar. I might be a liar. Regarding your self-assessment, you're always um, low, like you're always sort of lowballing yourself in your self-assessment. 
I I am not very impressed with myself. That's true. <laughs> well, hey, that means that the days where you do impress yourself, you're going to be doing a lot better than most I of mean, us. Just yeah. pulling our <laughs> dragging our raggedy bums around the streets. <laughs> Just dragging our raggedy bums around the street. <laughs> and that's not a description of what the action item segment no, of the show it's is. it's really not. So in our action item <laughs> segment, it is that each week we give you a simple thing you can do right away to get better at money. And this week, your action item is... Wait, I can do better. <laughs> Okay, now you go. Make a list. Make a list of those things coming up in the short term that you need money for. And make it a goal to set aside a little of each paycheck for them. So if every month paying for your student loan gives you stress, figure out what exact if you can divide it out from every paycheck a little bit to make sure that that burden is eased when that bill comes around, that's great. Or if you know that your car insurance payment is coming up in three months, take a little bit out. And you know what? When you do that... Look in the mirror and smile at yourself because you're taking good care of you. That is true. I like that advice, too. Um, We often talk about how the root of many of the eventual money issues, stresses, whatever, um, is not knowing how much is coming in and how much is going out. Mm -hmm. And so this list, this list can be extremely uh, helpful in helping you to start to get more insight into those things. Because I think what happens a lot, or at least I should say, I should speak for myself, what happens with me is (laughs) maybe just like myself, I lowball everything. I (laughs) lowball what, uh, what life is going to cost or I'm, I'm optimistic. Mm-hmm. It may be a wonderful. Quality. Yeah, it may be one of the only places in my life where I am optimistic, where I'm like, I'm sure life <laughs> won't cost that much. And therefore, I don't need that much. But if you have a more realistic view of what the list looks like, then you actually will have less stress later on, as opposed to deluding yourself into (laughs) thinking life's not expensive so I only need two things and then having all this stuff come up because you'll be more prepared for it I like that I like adding that optimism to it I'm gonna splash some extra well there's a weird set of optimism and a fun set of optimism Mm -hmm. so um, my husband and I often joke that we're like cron optimists like we um cron being time Mm. so we are always overly optimistic we're like i'm not a late person i'm just very optimistic about how long it will take me to get dressed i'm just very optimistic about how long it will take me to pack this bag and so because you do that miscalculation you end up being late right and i think this happens with money we could be like cash optimists we're like i was very optimistic about how much it would cost me to go on this outing today And so one is just being real with yourself. But I also like the idea of just like, you can also add joy to this. So if you are somebody who those bills are not weighing you down every month, check with yourself, check your shoulders, feel them out. I mean, is there stress there? Is there tension there? And if you're somebody who needs to put that as one of your first goals, be real, let yourself have that little, you know, moment of prepare, like, you know, doing nice to your future self. But if you check and that stuff feels under control, this is a nice place to also say, you know what, it's been a while since I've taken some time off Mm -hmm. and just gone on a little road trip. Or it's been a while since I've taken some time off, taken an afternoon off and just, you know, got myself a mani-pedi. And plan it ahead of time 
so that you know that you're not being cash optimistic about it. You're being cash realistic about it. And, and you I, feel even better. Yeah. I think sometimes we think. Plan for the tip, too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Plan for the tip, too. Do good for yourself yes. and everybody else. Mm, sorry. <laughs> I do feel like um, the hesitation we have with making this list, with mm-hmm. going back through your previous finances, is that you think the situation is so dire it's going to make you feel bad. But heads up. The situation, whether it is bad or not, is already making you feel bad. And if you really check in with yourself, you're already (laughs) feeling the stress of the not knowing. So knowing is not going to make it feel worse. It's only, it literally can only make you feel better. Um, Even though we're talking about being optimistic, the front of your brain is being optimistic. The back of your brain knows what's happening and it's stressing (laughs) you out. And time is charging on. It does not give a damn. (laughs) It's all happening anyways. Time doesn't (laughs) care about how cron-optimist you are or whatever the (laughs) phrase you used was. I am also one of those people. But Uh, Hey, guess what time it is? What time is it? You want to sing the song? I do want to sing. Do I'm it. so glad you pass it to me. I do want to sing, sing a song because I have, I have, I've got something. <clears throat> this is an ode to my Philadelphia roots. We might have to take that out because I'm not sure if that's true. It was, no, I think this is from New York. It was worth it. 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 Okay. I love it. Yeah. It Was Worth It is a segment where each of us shares something we spent money on in the past week that we actually feel was worth the money. So, Dara, what was worth it? This week, my It Was Worth It is a ticket to the um, Oakland Wine and Art Festival that happens Ooh. in Jack London. Um, because... My specific area of Oak, like I love Oakland so much, but my little area doesn't have a lot of community. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's like warehouses and all those kinds of things. So it makes me miss the community that I had when I was in San Francisco. Um, and so participating in things like this in Jack London, which is not too far from me, really makes me feel like I have roots here. And there were so there were all kinds of people there, but there were also so many beautiful black people with all mm. kinds of hairstyles and makeup and and people were dancing. And it, I I immediately and I'm like there's a theme in this show that I just cry a lot. And so let's just say that. But I also <laughs> immediately teared up <laughs> because people were People were enjoying themselves so much. Um, most of the vendors who were there were um, black or POC owned. Like it was, and I don't go outside a lot, so I like <laughs> when I go outside and it is truly worth it. And those tickets are expensive, um, but I got it for me and my mom for Mother's Day. We went Aww. with another friend of mine, and it was, it was just really a, an amazing day. So I'm Aww. glad I did it. Yeah. That is so nice. Yeah. And Yasmin, what is your It Was Worth It for today? My It Was Worth It was I did the Amazonians comedy show with you on Thursday night. Amazonians is an all-women showcase, uh, stand-up showcase that happens in Oakland. We did a little stand-up. 
my sisters and I were hanging out. We met with one of the other stand-ups, Priyanka, who was headlining. And we all decided Priyanka to- Priyanka Wally. Yep. Check her out. so funny. She's amazing. And um, we decided to splash out and have a nice dinner together afterwards. And it was just really nice. It was nice to spend time with- We realized, like, she's Indian and she's from Southern California. She's from Fullerton, which is really close to where we grew up. And it was just nice to be around- like other Daisy people who grew up in the same area. And we just had a really nice dinner. And yeah, we bought a couple of extra glasses of wine that I normally would, you know. But um, it was so worth it because it was nice to just bond. I'm realizing that probably a lot of my it was worth it are about me spending time, social food, social food time mm. is like the pattern I'm detecting. Mm. And I like actively have to look for other things. But if you, I think if I went back and did a thread, like all of my, it was worth it to have the thread <laughs> of like spending time eating with friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I think that's okay. Is I think, I think that's what you're going to hear from me okay. over and over again. Yeah. I, so um, I had not known Priyanka previous to booking her on this show. Mm-hmm. And, but my dream for Amazonians is that every woman that we book on the show becomes friends with every other woman who is also on the show, yeah. including me, and that we all create this amazing uh, Bay Area woman connection. I love it. Yeah. You're, well, you're, I, I made strides in that direction I am, last so week. I walked into my mother's hotel room uh, yesterday and saw on a table a card for Priyanka Wally. Oh. <laughs> Your mom wrote her a card? No. A business card that Priyanka oh. had given my mom. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I'm a part of her network now. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, yes. Was it like for medical? Because she's also a doctor. She is, is also crazy. a doctor. But I think this was her comedy card. Nice. When I touched it, it made a whoopee cushion sound. Nice. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> I was imagining that. I was <laughs> like, like cool. What wait, what? <laughs> hilarious <laughs> but we should do that for Comedy. this show we should create business cards that have a touch sensor on them and make a whoopee cushion sound we definitely have a bevy of like sound effects That's at our disposal right. i mean you just did it i, I that is do the that. sound that, that was... we will yeah. oh no that was a sound that we'll pretend that phil put in later huh yeah. phil hey guess what what's up that's our show You can catch us back here every single Tuesday. Make sure to join us next week when our topic will be needs versus wants. That's right. We would love to hear your story in your own voice. The easiest way to do that is by recording a voice memo and emailing it to hi at moneyhahapod.com. That's H-I at moneyhahapod.com. Or you can call and leave a voice message at 404-MONEY-HA. You can also tweet at us at moneyhahapod. Or email us at that address again, which is hi, H-I at moneyhahapod.com. Please review and rate us. If you like our podcast, show that support. Subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast. Or just give us real feedback. We'll listen. Follow us at Money Ha Ha Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Dara is Dara and Wilson 
on Twitter, and I am Yasmin K on Instagram. Money Haha is a production of the Even app. Learn more at even.com. It's hosted by me, Dara M. Wilson. And me, Yasmin Khan. Our executive producer is Jane Lybrock. Our producer is Phil Circus. Our designer is Allison Chan. Our social media manager is Nicole Maltrotti. Our copywriter is Kelly Anakin. Our theme music is Money by Antique Naked Soul. Ow, ow, ow! You keep trying to Until next week Have a nice life Why you disappeared After you got my dough Save your breath There's no excuse I will never loan you no money No, no. Now really have a nice life Yeah, okay